This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for business women to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Josie Truelove from Josie Truelove Mindset Coaching. Josie, this is such a pleasure to speak to you today. Please tell us about your business. Oh, thank you for having me here today, Trudy. So, um, so I'm Josie Truelove and I offer mindset and calm coaching, helping people to let go of their anxiety, their overthinking, fears and self-doubts, keeping them stuck so they can have more calm, confidence, clarity and just move forward in life to live life and have fun. I love all of that. That's how I look at life as well. So that's brilliant. Um, in your chapter, You talk about moving through the good and the bad parts to become a better and more compassionate person. Why was that important to you? So it was really important. I wrote my chapter because I really wanted to inspire other solo entrepreneurs like myself that they can still run a business and have fun. And sometimes in life, we get caught up in bad times, stress times, things aren't going quite the way we want. And for me, rather than judging them as and giving up, it's actually our greatest learnings. And in my chapter, I put it in life's lessons because I was in a job for 10 years and I was really unhappy. But later in life, when I look back and reframed it, these gave me everything I needed for what the coaching I do today. Mm -hmm. I work with people who are just having such awful times. Um, I went through their journey with them. Um, But compassion is all about having empathy, but giving people hope and taking action to come through the other side. And that's what my my time in the police force, where I really work with people in the most dreadful times, I help them to come through this. And I saw things that totally, you know, I feel I'm sort of unshockable now and I can really help people with what they're going through. Um, So this is why I mentioned it in my book to say, just when things aren't looking quite how you want them to, just embrace them, go with it, and there will be immense learning with it. Mm. I think it's really interesting as well, because when you talk about being in the police force and that that feeling of being a, a good person and compassionate when you are up against some of the things that we will never have seen must have been hard at times. Oh, yes. I, I mean in the police the police was never really when I say I enjoyed the job but I never felt it was my purpose in life to be in the police force but it gave me so many benefits it gave me all the skills I've got for today every day it was putting a mask on Mm. because you never know what you're coming against the fears the animosity from people there's but there was lovely people as well so every day you never quite knew what you're going into and that's where I really I feel I can have compassion now because I have been through everything myself and come through the other side as well helping other people through it. Traveling is such an important part of who you are what does that give you? 
So I love this question because it's a question I always ask people when they say they're looking for something in life. What is it that you're looking for behind that? But I think because I was born on a farm and from very young age, we were just roaming free on the farm. And then I actually studied travel at college and then just went to France for seven years and took people on trail rides on horses. So I think it was sort of born within me. Um, and I came back and it was by coincidence I ended up on the airline um, and then the police force actually because it was so financially good gave me the finances to travel worldwide and what travel gives me is the new opportunities the experiences you just every time you travel you grow you meet people you flow it's a flow of life it's it's a journey mm. um, and yeah I think it's just part of who I am and Who'd have ever known when I wanted to be a therapist and I believed I had to be static and have a therapy room, that I would suddenly be a mobile therapist traveling the whole country and abroad. So that's why it's just travel for me opens up possibilities. Mm. You just never know who you're going to meet, where you're going to go and what new skills you may actually come across on the way. I love meeting people like you that can have these conversations because there's a lot of people that that travel is not in them. It's not what they want to do. They're happy with where they are. They're happy to not go and see these things. And to me, that's absolutely fine. But I'm one of those people that loves to travel. I love going to see new cultures and immersing in, in what's out there as well. And I think that it, it in different ways, it gives people different things and that sense of freedom. Absolutely. And I think it's about what your passion is. So I just love traveling and I love horses and I love my therapies. and They've come together all together. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if you don't like traveling. And sometimes just listening to other people's stories is is lovely. And actually, I, I when I was traveling, I didn't have a base and I craved to have a base. And I actually had done all my mindset work then. I could see how I was constantly living in the future when I get my house. But now we've got my house and I'm settled. It's lovely to have that foundation. Um, and traveling to me can just be, we've bought a van, just go in the van down to the nearest beach. Yeah. That can be traveling, mm. um, parking up, having a picnic. It doesn't have to be getting on a plane. It can just be new walks, you know, new places, just, just being open. And a lot of my travels are to do with nature as well, getting outdoors in nature. That's what I love. Perfect. You have what seems an unwavering faith in that this is the next thing for me and I'll just let it happen. But how does it feel to be confident in the outcome being right? So, yeah, it's a really interesting question, actually, because I actually don't believe in right or wrong, because I think being right or wrong is actually a self-judgment. Because what, what's right for one person isn't for another. Mm -hmm. I have an unwavering faith in my practice, in my meditation practice, in awareness of my thoughts. I can see now when my thoughts are, you know, taking me in a direction that's not useful to me. And mm -hmm. with my practice, I can let that go and come back to the moment. So I have an unwavering faith in my practice because I know it works. I've had enough experiences throughout my life to know that, um, things happen at the right timing. I always have e enough um, to do what I want to do. So I have this, um, that's through experience of practicing what I actually teach and share and coach. Well, um, yeah. And the outcome being right. So our minds are very limited because they come from our beliefs. So actually if I set what, I set goals and what I want to do, and then I enjoy the journey and I'm open to the outcome, um, feeling I'm aligned to it. But if I set exactly how something should look at the end, I may actually miss 
a huge part of life by being in my limited mindset. So it's about, um, it's about my unwavering faith is just trusting the journey and having the discernment when it feels right to say yes and have a go, even if you feel you know scared, there's people to help you, you can get through it um, with mindset work. But if it feels no, it's having the discernment to say, actually, no, that's not for me either. Yeah, and trusting yourself in that. That's- Absolutely. There's a saying um, that I absolutely love, and it's the mind thinks it knows what it wants, which is why sometimes we decide what an outcome should look like. But our soul knows our journey. So sometimes listening to our renewed intuition, mm. uh, listening to our inner self, and then that's when you come to the outcome, you know when it's right or wrong. Um, and there's never wrong, actually, because wrong is just um, a learning in life. It's just a belief. Brilliant. If there was one lesson that you'd want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Uh, The one lesson would be don't be alone. Just Mm -hmm. don't be alone in your business. There's help out there. I think because I work on my own and I actually sometimes miss being in that teamwork. So for me, it's really important to reach out. And if it's business coaching you want or if it's, it's to do with the mindset or you need your health or reach out there and get what join with somebody else um, and get help. Don't be on your own. Absolutely. I think that's one of the things that we as women entrepreneurs find much harder is to that ask for help and to find yeah. the right people to be able to. And sometimes it's just finding the right communities to be able to feel like you're not alone in, in how you think and what you're doing. So it's surrounding yourself with people who inspire you. Yeah. You know, it's surrounding yourself in people who are sometimes where you want to, where you're trying to go, you know, or want to be, or they just inspire you. So, yeah. What's your favourite business book? So my favourite business book is, um, is by Jay James, who is actually featured in your book, and it's yeah. called Make Your Mondays Matter. And the reason I love Jo so much is because she's, she's dynamic. The book is simple. It's really understandable. It's got lots of places to write in too. And she works with mindset and NLP. Mm-hmm. So for me, this book is absolutely perfect to have me in the right mindset to keep moving forward in my business. I, I love the book. Thank you, Jo. <laughs> that is brilliant. Bit of cross-promotion there. Excellent. Um, Josie, it's such a pleasure to have you in Shiny Crazy Daisy Volume 4. And thank you so much for being involved in the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, it's been a really exciting journey. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.